So Greg has made fun of me for saying I'm doing things a little differently. I think he might have actually mentioned that uh, on on your show, Kyle. Um, mm-hmm. I, I'm sorry. I'm doing this a little bit out of order because generally speaking, I introduce my guests first. But <laughs> this is something slightly different that I'm doing. I've never done this before as a host. Okay. I have I have a guest on that I have literally never talked to before like five minutes ago. I, I mean, like, you know, we, we shot a couple of messages back and forth on Facebook, but Kyle Bain of uh, Bain's Film Reviews podcast, Greg said, reach out to this guy, John, be on his show. Cool. And that's what he did. And this is the first time I'm ever talking to him. And what better context, I guess, than just a bullshit conversation. So Kyle Bain, how are you today? I am doing fantastic. It happened exactly like you just explained. Greg says, I'm going to yeah. let John know you're reaching out. I did it, yep. and here we are, and I'm excited and uh, appreciative that you have me on. And that's it. And, of course, <laughs> making it I, – I, I, I want to say that this is a, a return to the show because Ken was on what I ended up making a bullshit episode. He did a uh, haters fan club of the movie Cool World with us. <laughs> But he's never he's never been on the show when it's like it's only going to be bullshit hour. So Ken Radner, welcome back to the show. He's like he's coming. He's coming home from work. And this is how dedicated that he is right now. He's coming home from work. And as soon as he comes onto the screen, he's still wearing his tie and button down shirt. It's like you you're like, I got to get home. I got to get home and be on this show. Ken, how are you today? Uh, doing great. And I'm always, always very, very happy to be a part of this thing. It's always like a highlight yeah. of my day. So I'm, I'm sure, really sure. great. I was actually, I, I, you know, I was, actually, I was able to make it. I, I, <laughs> I, I rushed back, but I did it. And I'm so happy, Um, you know, just for the future, you know, don't run any, don't run any traffic lights. Don't, don't speed too much. It's not that important to, to get here at exactly the time that we say, if you're running late, perfectly acceptable. So no, it's yeah. perfectly fine. Yeah. I only had to kill three children. Is is that it? Is that <laughs> that's it? Yeah, it? You, it was it's just a minimal number. It's fine. Right. You you took took the shortcut behind the school and like there were still you know kids playing their baseball or whatever. What whatever whatever sport they play this time of year. I don't know. <laughs> probably probably too cold. Probably too cold for baseball now. Right. I think so. I yeah. think it's a spring sport. So, um, Ken has been on let me let me take a look here msv uh bullshit uh both forms of msv and now he's actually one of the one of the co-hosts one of the rotating co-hosts of um the the star trek the undiscovered podcast right that's that's uh that's yep. how it's happening so um maybe i i, I don't know like do, are you scheduled to be on like every episode or every third episode how's that working for you what as far as as far as the undiscovered podcast goes, mm-hmm. you know, I actually really don't know. Mm. <laughs> um, I know that I know that the uh, the the next one that's coming up that I think we're doing either it's either Friday or Saturday. I think we're just kind of ironing that out. Okay, I know I'm going to be on that one, but then going forward from that, I'm not really a hundred percent sure. But you know, it's uh, you know, and, I'm and available when I'm needed. 
And and that is that's the beauty and the excitement to things like this. You never know what's gonna happen. Life is like a box of chocolates, right? So <laughs> all right, Kyle, let, let me let me get to know you a little bit here. Sure, uh, yeah, yeah. And and, and you're witnessing history because like I said, we texted back and forth, like maybe we sent five messages to each other, <laughs> scheduling the show. Are you available this time? Sure, no problem. Actually, can you do this time? Cool. All right. And that that's that is the extent of my knowledge yeah. of of Kyle Bain. Um what what I can say <laughs> about Kyle and Ken, I, I am amassing this enormous collection of white men with bald heads <laughs> on my show. It is it is just absolutely remarkable how many people fit that description. Well, I'm I, really I, glad to be part of that group. Yeah, and 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 Greg Greg was actually see he pointed that out to me before you came on. Uh, and I, you know, I'm, I, I'm sure I would have noticed it eventually, but he was like, I'm very excited to be telling you this. Cause I know you're keeping track. <laughs> and this is, this is the kind of person that I am. I keep track of how many bald white men are on my show. <laughs> so we are drawn to you. Right. Like yes. moths to the flame. Wow. That is, that is something. <laughs> All right. All right. So. <laughs> Kyle, I'm gonna I'm gonna get to know you just to just very briefly. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a uh, series of questions that sure. you can you can decline to answer, but I don't see any reason why you would because we don't get we don't get too personal uh, okay. on this show. Okay, so let me let me let me see here. What's a good one? What's uh what's your favorite color? Orange. That's uh, orange. It's, it's, yeah, that's a unique one. I get made At, fun of by my students for that being my favorite color. All right. And well, so first of all, um, when I was a kid, that was my favorite color. OK, uh, I, I don't know. I mean, maybe blue. It's, it's such a such a cliche answer. Blue. Yeah. But it is. It's a very pretty color. It's very nice. Nice. To I love look it. At blue. Right. All right. So your answer has now just lent itself to my next question. What do you teach? Uh, so I teach seventh through twelfth grade English both gen ed and special ed. Um, oh. and I, and I am the lead teacher in the alternative program, uh, at the high school, uh, 10 minutes from my house. That's really cool. All right. Yeah. I, I, you know, you learn more and more about a person. The only thing I knew about you is that you had a, 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 a movie review podcast. Yeah. And now I'm finding out that you teach special ed in seventh and 12th grade. That's... And 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 I kicked the year off this year with a film review for them. That was their first writing assignment. Um, I assigned my seventh and eighth graders Jurassic Park, oh. and uh, my ninth through twelfth graders I Robot, and had mm. them review each of those films. I Robot with Will Smith. Yes. And from from as is my understanding now, I have not seen I Robot. And are you talking about the Jurassic Park from like nineteen ninety three? Yes, I am. I'm talking one? about the original, the one that they all first I can't figure I, out for the life of me. They hated it. They hated it for the passion. Well, I know why they hated it. It's because yeah. I, I'm, I'm sorry. Do you, is this too personal? How how old are you, if I if I may ask? I'm 32. Oh, you're, you're wow. You're very young. I'm a uh, baby. I, you're you are you are you are a baby. I'm 
I'm going to be 40 next month and Ken is like 90, right? Something like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just turned 90. I was only week. going to guess 75. So. I see. All right. I got you. No, but I, I Ken, you're, you're you're actually 50, right? So you just, you just I turned am, 50. Uh, I am going to be 52 this oh, year. 52. Okay. So we have a nice range here. So yeah. you can't figure for the life of you why your students who are in seventh grade <laughs> to 12th grade didn't like the original Jurassic Park. I can put something into a little bit of perspective. And <laughs> and, and 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 I, I feel like maybe I'm telling you something you already know. But you said I can't for the life of me figure out why the students <laughs> didn't like it. The new Jurassic Parks, they they're it, much more eye candy. They, they look yeah. much cooler. I, I have I, I now I it's very nostalgic for me because I was what was I like? 10 i was 10 years old when the movie first came out um and you know i thought it looked really cool i couldn't tell that that it was like you know it looks stupid in real life so then as i get older and older and i see all these new jurassic park movies i watch the original one and i'm like all like so much of this just looks like it's done against a blue screen or or a green screen. i'm I'm sorry green green screen um (laughs) i mean I I think it's a great movie, and I love those cheesy effects. I do, I, like yeah. you know, because you know, I actually have something that kind of dovetails with this a little bit. Okay. So a couple of months ago, like I, I started getting on this kick where I'm having my kids watch, you know, older like movies from the '80s mm-hmm. and you know, like stuff like that, just so they could learn some of the history. So um, I had them watch Airplane. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So we're watching it. Where within like the first, you know, like five to ten minutes, mm-hmm. and my youngest, who he's fourteen, he turns to me and he goes, "You know, these graphics are really bad." <laughs> and then I go to him, I go, "Guess what?" And he's like, "What?" I go, "There was no such thing as graphics." Yep. I go, "You see how like the plane is flying through the clouds? Those clouds are cotton balls. Yeah, that plane is a model, and everything's flying on strings." I go, "There's mm-hmm. no." there was no computer graphics and he's just like looking at me like, you know, I have five heads. <laughs> like what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> well, I'll tell you something. Yeah. Next, next film you should show them is uh plan nine from outer space. Oh no, it- no, I will not. I, I will go to jail for child abuse. If I do that. <laughs> yes. I mean, so I, I don't know if this is what happens. As soon as you mention plan nine from outer space, you just think about the paper plates like being suspended by strings, right? Or or is that just me? Yeah, anyone. Um I actually I actually you know what with Plan on from out of space, um whenever uh, it's first mentioned to me, I usually think about what was his name? Tor? The uh, uh the wrestler, the guy that was the big <laughs> the big huge ball dude that they put the plastic lenses on his eyes and that was playing that from out of space wasn't it i i actually to to be i i saw that movie when i was in like seventh grade i i have very little recollection of the of the movie as a whole that was that an ed wood movie it was an ed wood movie and as a matter of fact the the movie ed wood was what like it 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 showed the process of him making that movie right yeah that was actually a very good movie I still have to see that one. I need okay, to see it, that. it was it was actually really good. I mean, everyone gives a great performance. That's one of those situations. I have a uh, a list of actors mm-hmm. that 
I want to not like because they're just like, you know, pretty boys. Yeah. But they're actually talented. So I have to um, I have to actually, you know, compliment them on their abilities. And Johnny Depp is one. Johnny of them. Depp, Johnny but, Depp, Leonardo DiCaprio. Like, I want to not like yeah, him, but oh, Leo, Leo is my his talent. Oh, he's great. Yeah. Uh, Brad Pitt's another one. And so is George Brad Clooney. Pitt. Oh, Matthew Brad McConaughey is on my list. Listen, Kyle, have you seen um, the, the Babylon? Have you seen Babylon yet? I have not seen it yet. I've heard good things, nope. but I have not gotten a chance to see it yet. It is a very odd movie. It is. Yeah. It's, it's like it. So it takes place primarily from like the early to mid 20s. And that kind of documents the the transition from silent movie to at what they call talkies. Yeah. Uh, back back when they made the transition. And it's funny. I, I'm not going to I'm not going to give any of the movie away but mm. it's it's pretty funny to watch the transition because when they were making the silent films they just had like nine movies going on at the same time just like chaos all over the place okay yeah. just like do what you're doing do it do it do it do it do it okay great that's a wrap put it on you don't hear what's happening and then when they made the transition everyone had to be super quiet they had to turn off the air conditioning they had to like you know the the slightest you know, if you're too loud or not loud enough, everything was just like the 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 contrast was was incredible, remarkable to watch. And Margot Robbie was very, very good in that movie. Yeah, she's she's another one of those. Now, I understand that this is the opposite end because she's a woman, but she's incredibly attractive and an incredibly talented actress. So, yeah, you know, that's <laughs> but that's mm-hmm. that's not something I'd ever considered that learning curve trying to figure out how now to film talkies after mm-hmm. you know having all of these terrible habits on set just saying and doing whatever you want oh yeah that's yeah. an interesting point um it was something that i and and now i think that babylon is like very exaggerated i'm not sure, sure that they actually had nine movies going on at the same yeah. time like at the same studio but you know it, it might i don't know it, the the movie the movie is very it seems that all the stuff that happens is very explosive and in your face. And I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, you know, I, I believe it to an extent, but probably not to that extent. Yeah. Um, but yes, the, the whole idea when they made the transition, especially back then when microphones were, they, they didn't, they didn't have the technology that we have now where you can yeah. just set up a microphone and it'll compensate for something being too loud or not loud or like whatever. Yeah. yeah. It, that was, yeah. And that, now, that was, I'm sorry. Yeah, did you see that in theaters or is it on something now? It's in it was in the theater that I yeah. saw it. My uh, my fiance was watching one of the football games that was happening and yeah. uh I said, "You know what? This is a perfect opportunity because she did not want to see Babylon. She's like, I'm not interested in seeing a 3-hour movie." And I was like, "Yeah, you know what? 3-hour football game, 3-hour movie. <laughs> I I'll I'll see you in a few hours." And and yeah. it was perfect. And, and now, actually, when they when were talking when they were talking in that movie, were they doing the like, let me tell you something, sir. I'll tell you what I tell you. Well, like, were they doing all that? No, no. Because, okay. Because, because I don't, I don't think that that's how people actually sounded. I think that that's how the recording came out. I think. That's, okay. Yeah. Okay. I, I, as a matter of fact, I'm relatively certain now I could be wrong. I don't know. Mm. I don't I don't know anyone who who lived in that era and made movies. So 
you know, not a whole lot of them are left around. Anymore. Not a whole lot of them are left around. Hey, look, my 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 grandfather was born in 1913 and he died wow. like. Yeah. And he died like uh, was 15 years ago now. And he was. Wow. He was he was 95, 15 years ago. So, yeah, I, I really doubt it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good so, genes. Oh, great genes. And you know, hopefully yeah. I get the. Hopefully I get the longevity. I certainly did not get his brains, but, you know, hopefully I'll get the longevity. <laughs> yes. All right. <laughs> so that's my movie review of Babylon. <laughs> thanks. Thanks for thanks for being on for that. Yeah. Um, OK. Now, it had been mentioned to me. This is this is probably going to be a, a very film themed episode because okay. that's, that's that's a lot of fun to do. And. There aren't a whole lot of people that you can do it with to to a, an enjoyable extent. Ken was on uh, a few episodes about movies. He did Pet Cemetery, Back to the Future. I think those are the ones like Pet Cemetery and then the two Back to the Future movies, right? Mm. Sounds awesome. Uh, yeah, you're right. Um, also, it was uh, Roger Rabbit, Cool Roger. World. Roger Rabbit. Well, Cool World was not a... It was not the same thing, but yeah, Roger Rabbit. Yeah. He was on the Roger Rabbit panel. It was a lot of fun. Um, it got a little long because you know the way that I formatted it, it's like I went through it scene by scene and like let's break it down, let's break it down. Um, I like this format because we can say, hey, what do you like? Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Kyle, you like Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Yes, sir. Yes, that was that's good. That's a good review. <laughs> I actually, I actually just saw that for the first time maybe three months ago. Oh, get out of here! Really? Oh, wow. that's crazy! Yeah. Wow. My my wife loves it, and she finally convinced me to watch it. We have it on DVD, and mm-hmm. we we uh, she finally convinced me, and yeah, it's great. I actually, I was, I, I feel like I'm always comparing films of that nature to like, mm-hmm. uh, like Space Jam because like that was the movie around my time. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's significant. It's better, significantly better than Space Jam. Oh, it's but, uh, so much better. <laughs> yeah, you know what's but interesting that that, that yeah. I didn't realize is that uh, y- you may not you may not uh, believe it right away, but the the Chippendale movie, the mm-hmm. new one, they kind of borrow a lot from that model of Who Framed mm-hmm. Roger Rabbit. Yeah, and they're oh, way yeah. more self-effacing than Who Made Roger Rabbit. Who Framed Roger Frame Rabbit, Rabbit was. Yeah. Like, like they, they, they like draw attention to the idea that, you know, you're like, we're doing this and look, here's the guy from this. And they got this one scene where they're at a, uh, they're Uh at like a convention. Okay. And, uh, Sonic is there, but it's the Sonic with the human teeth. Oh God. The creepy, the creepy Sonic. (laughs) Right, right. Like ugly Sonic before they change it. And he's just like, talk to me anymore it was it was just it was it was just it was i was not expecting to enjoy it as much as i did because they just they just totally made fun of themselves for it and i enjoyed this series of seth rogan characters that made an appearance throughout (laughs) yes nice yes i I did not i i didn't know about the chip and dale movie i'm I'm gonna have to check that one out he has polar express eyes (laughs) wow all right. That was, yeah, that's that's that was, that, that yeah, that's genius. Disney Plus, right? Is yeah, it Disney, Disney Plus? Uh, I think so. I think so. Yeah. I mean, so tell me, is it is it like do they do they mix like cartoons and and real life or is it is yeah. it okay? Yes. 
I'm not and multiple, also makes animation and computer animation. animation. Yeah. Uh, kind of like what they did with the Smurfs. They mixed a <laughs> CGI with real life CGI Smurf characters. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Have you seen the Smurf movies? I have not. I've avoided I, them. I haven't seen okay, them either. Okay, so I didn't <laughs> I didn't fully see it, but <laughs> okay. at one All right, at one point, yeah. when you know our, our kids were really young you know you, you take them over to like someone else's house and they got uh-huh. you know like 13 you know three-year-olds running around and screaming <laughs> and they put on the smurf movie mm-hmm. so i was watching like little bits of it but it was like downstairs in this person's basement and because uh, some of the kids were much younger just the stench mm-hmm. coming out of the room it was like, all right, I can't be down here anymore. Yeah. About five kids need their diapers changed simultaneously. <laughs> yeah. So it kind of interfered with my enjoyment of the movie. <laughs> so you were you were sort of passively watching it. It was on while yes. you were in the room, but you right. weren't really watching it. I understand. Yeah. I, I yeah. know how it goes. I wasn't interested, really. Yep. I gotcha. Yeah. I mean, you know, I was, I was talking about Who Framed Roger Rabbit. That was That was the movie from when I was a child. That came out when I was five and you know mm. i saw it in the theater i didn't i didn't quite get it of course it has yeah. it has a much deeper meaning than a five-year-old can understand <laughs> i just was entertained by it because of all the cartoon characters mm. um but yeah i mean you know the the whole hey civil rights and and tunes are minorities and tunes are basically like like they work for humans etc cetera, etc cetera. <clears throat> great movie great movie <laughs> but now Kyle, one of the movies that you had mentioned mm-hmm. in, in our brief uh, text conversations is that you like the movie Spaceballs. Of course. Now, now Spaceballs, Spaceballs is another one of those classics. Now, did you grow up with Spaceballs? Um, I I saw that a long time ago, maybe okay. twenty years ago. Um, I was big into Star Wars, and I don't remember how I stumbled across it as a teenager, maybe. Okay. Um, and I uh, was like, yeah, I'm just going to watch this, and it's so stupid, it's good. And <laughs> It's true. It's yeah. true. Very, very Jewish humor in that movie. Spaceballs. Yeah. I mean, that Spaceballs. Has, that's a lot, of, a lot of Mel Brooks movies have that. It's just yeah. so dumb. It's so dumb, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Mel Brooks was someone that I uh, started watching much later than I, I wish I had. I just saw, yeah. yeah, I know, I just saw a few of his films semi-recently. Young Frankenstein I saw years and years ago. Okay. Still oh. one of my favorites. Peter Classic. Boyle. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I, I'll say this about Mel Brooks. Mel Brooks, he's brilliant at putting stupid things in movies. Yeah. And now... The 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 main the, the the first example that pops into my head about spaceballs is when <laughs> the guy says, Okay, I have an idea. Why don't we get Spaceballs the video? And so that way we can find out <laughs> where our uh, enemies are. <laughs> and it's like, okay, you think that's gonna be it. You think that's gonna hey, yeah, all right. That, that's that's a <laughs> that's a stupid idea, and then like yeah, but then they pop in the tape and they fast forward it and they show that whole like ludicrous speed scene. Yeah. Yes. yes. <laughs> now, if you haven't seen Spaceballs, I don't know what the hell you're doing with your life, but you have to you have to watch Spaceballs. And yeah. then and then you'll you'll look forward to this scene where he pops the videotape into the 
into the video player and <laughs> then suddenly right, so the, a, yeah a couple of things uh-huh first is the uh actor that played um Tuvok 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 from uh Voyager the okay. the Vul- the Vulcan on the Voyager crew mm-hmm. when they were go when they said um you know we're going to get our soldiers and they're going to comb the desert <laughs> yeah. and they have like combs Giant and then combs, there's yeah. like two guys and they have like a hair pick <laughs> and they're like did you find anything and he's like we ain't yeah. found shit that, right. that was the guy that played Tuvok oh nice okay um yeah. yeah so that was and then the the second thing is I think my favorite line from that movie is um bad will always win over good because good is dumb yep yep <laughs> Because Google that was all, that was all, always always my favorite, <laughs> and and I love that, you know, because in their universe we have to assume that Star Wars doesn't exist in their universe, mm. right? And, and so this is an actual person where he talks normal when when the mask is up, but then when he puts the thing down, he talks it like deep like this, and it's like, why is that your mo? <laughs> it's just like. <laughs> This is just what you do. Like, yeah. And everyone just accepts it. Like, yeah, give me give me a giant helmet with a retractable front. <laughs> so I, can... I don't know. He he is a national treasure. And uh yes. what was it like two years ago when somebody like clocked him on the streets somewhere? Oh. Just, like talk- walked up and Rick Rick Moranis? Yeah. Okay, yeah. That's you know, see that's the thing. Yeah. The thing that right. he is most uh, notable to me about him that I've heard is that he doesn't like he he like just stopped acting. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. He just doesn't do anything anymore. Yep. He retired mm-hmm. a, a while ago. Um, yeah. He, his uh, what is this like something something to do with his wife? I think it was right. That like that uh, sounds I familiar. I'm I'm not a hundred percent about it, but but I I think you're probably right about that. Something happened, like yeah. family issues happened, and he just stopped. But hey, with, with the with the tear that he was on, with all the movies that he was doing and how popular he was, mm-hmm. I'm guessing mm-hmm. he's probably in the kind of position he didn't really need no. to work anymore. No, he's probably oh, he okay. Was, he was a remarkable actor. Like he was, he was insane. Because it's funny, he was he was typecast into this like very like nerdy persona, but mm-hmm. despite that. He was able to take that nerdy persona and do so many different things with it. I'm like, mm-hmm. that is that is just outrageous that he was able to do that. So, yeah, that's uh, that's my take on spaceballs. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna have to make my wa- my wife watch that film. I don't. I, I, I somehow I feel like she hasn't seen it. Maybe really? she's told me she has, and I just didn't listen. But that's uh, yeah. <laughs> well, that's, <laughs> that's that's just like a man, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm here for. Yeah, yeah, that's true. All right, cool. Um, now maybe we can brush on one other iconic film from the 1980s, Back to the Future. Kyle, you've, you've I'm assuming you've seen the trilogy. I have another right. one that I've only seen recently for the first time. Oh wow! It, it, So like that and Ghostbusters Mm -hmm. and a couple like Who Framed Roger Rabbit. These were films that I had heard so many great things about and I anticipated there's no way they can live up to the hype. They'll probably be shit. 
So mm-hmm. I'll just not watch them. I'll just avoid them forever. And that's fine with me. And my wife has convinced me to watch all of them. And I've loved all of them. Every is, single one of them, every second of, of all of them. That's incredible. So like you just watched like Back to the Future, Spaceballs, Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Um, let me ask you, Pee-wee's Big Adventure. That is one I have not seen. Yet. You have not seen it. I've I've seen parts of it. That's one, like Ken okay. said, it was on somewhere. I had seen pieces of it, but I, I see. have definitely I've definitely That's never seen the entire thing. That's gonna be a tough one because Pee-wee was such a thing. Yeah. In the eighties. Yeah. And yeah. it's like I feel like if you didn't like ex- like if you weren't a part of you know what Pee-wee Herman was yeah. when he was big. I, I like I don't think you're gonna get it because it's mm-hmm. really like yeah. you look back it's it's kind of stupid and it's childish and you know w- but what it really comes out of is they did the movies because initially they did a live show yeah like a, a mm-hmm. live stage show and it was the show was written by well Paul Rubens who's Pee Wee Herman yep. and also mm-hmm. Phil Hartman. So it's like, yeah, yeah, and Phil Hartman was like a major part, like him and Paul Rubens were like super tight, Mm. you know, uh, friends. So it's just the idea that, and that was before Phil Hartman was on Saturday Night Live. Yeah, it was long before that, yeah. Yeah, and and like the whole point of it, which did not come across so much in the movies, was that it was kind of like a kid show, but it was really for adults. Yeah. yeah. Now, so it was like one I'm of sorry. those first times that they would put adult jokes, like like blatantly adult, like yes. really like offensively adult. Mm. But he was like, "Hey, it's a kid show," you know. So <laughs> it's yeah, so you should probably if you're gonna if you're gonna watch Pee Wee's Big Adventure, you should probably watch the live show first. Okay. You know, it's almost I, like reading the book before you watch the movie. Oh yeah. yeah. It's yeah. like that's kind of that's kind of the thing. Because, I mean, well, the live show was so much better than the movie. The movie was just sort of like trying to appeal to a wider audience. And they put a little bit of that feeling into it. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, you watch that live show and you're just like, what the hell am I looking at right now? <laughs> so I want to I want to kind of weigh in on the whole like history of Pee Wee Herman. Because mm-hmm. now maybe some of you have heard that uh, Paul Rubens was in an improv group and Pee Wee Herman was one of his characters. And then he kind of like went from there. Uh, the, the, the I, I didn't quite understand Pee Wee Herman. Like I, I was very enter- entertained by him, but I was sort of like, okay, what's the niche? What is yeah. like, what is, what is he doing with this character? Why has he done it? And so I looked up the history of Pee Wee Herman, and it was that Paul Rubens was trying to emulate, like, in personality everywhere, a really shitty lounge act. And, you know, like, he was like a bad stand-up comedian lounge act, and um, yeah, and then ever since I learned that, it all made so much more sense to me. And I'm like, yes, Yes, that's what he is, right? Ken, Ken, you're nodding at me like you like you've heard this before, right? Yeah, no, no, I haven't. I actually never heard that before, but it makes a lot of sense when mm-hmm. you say it. Yeah, because it does really make a lot of sense. Yeah, 
And I'm sorry, I, I don't I don't mean to exclude Kyle from the conversation. No, cause that's you, okay. Because you, cause you uh, haven't haven't heard, <laughs> you haven't even seen the movie. I'm assuming you haven't seen the show either, right? Like, no, you, I have not. But I appreciate yet. the information. I'll I'll use mm-hmm. that going in. I'm hoping that will yeah. benefit me in some way. So the um the show to watch first is the HBO special. I'm not sure if it's on HBO Max. I I mm-hmm. I, I couldn't tell you for sure. But the Pee Wee Herman show. It was okay. It was an HBO special back in 1981 so you know you watch that then they made a movie out of it and then they made peewee's playhouse which was closer to the original special uh but it was very much more intended for children so okay here's your history there and perfect now go and so i'm sorry we got a little sidetracked with my question here you saw these movies for the first time like all in the last year or so yeah, maybe a year and a half ago for Back to the Future. Okay, okay, that's that's still like, like yeah, that's that's a shame. Practically right now, <laughs> I mean, hey, it's a shame you've seen it. So yeah, yeah, that that's that's all good. Plus, it's not exactly your generation because you're you're like right. what something like seven eight years behind me. So yeah. things things were a little different, you know, from from the staggering. Right. But that's um. That's going to be that. And I guess I will conclude by asking for uh, because I, I wrote the name of your uh, podcast. It's a uh, Bane's film reviews, right? Correct. So I, I, I actually remembered it. I didn't even there you go. It. I didn't even have to read it off the paper because I left it in the other room. Uh, so Bane's film reviews. Kyle Bane, is there anywhere else that you would like to direct the listening audience to find you? Uh so I am in the process of uploading things to Spotify. I'm incredibly behind on that. I only have two or three episodes up on that, but you okay. can go to my website, Bane's Film Reviews, find all the, the episodes on there, but you can also find my channel on YouTube uh, under the same name, Bane's Film Reviews. It will have, I think it's like 30 something episodes on there. Um, but yeah. And then on my website, you can find reviews and other shit that I talk about too. So, okay, cool. Awesome. Yeah. And uh, Kyle Bane on Facebook, I'm assuming, just type, uh, type in the name. Yeah, Kyle Bane on Facebook, uh, Bane's Film Reviews everywhere else except for Twitter because there's not yeah. enough characters, and that's uh, just Bane's Film Review, just one. I, un- unless you don't want people to search for you on Facebook, in which case I'll edit this part out. No, I want, I, I'm, I'm totally okay with that. Perfectly fine, okay. It, it's, not, it's not private, my students found me, they make fun of me for the pictures <laughs> they found from 15 years ago. <laughs> hey, you know what, there you go. It's like, uh, yeah. Ken, Ken Radner, how you doing? All right. All right, where can people find you, Ken? Um, you can find me on Facebook, Um, so Ken Radner, R-A-D-N-E-R. Mm-hmm. Um, I got a little uh, picture that says Super Rad on it, and then, uh, you know, Unfortunately, I had to uh, put a picture down right now. The the uh, main photo is a, a friend of mine that I unfortunately lost last week. So, uh, um, I'm sorry to hear that. Very, it's, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, thank you, thank you. Yeah. Um. So you know you could uh you know if anybody wants they can uh you know uh you know direct message me and you know say that you heard from me you know from the podcast and uh, mm-hmm. you know we can go from there. Cool. That's Ken Radner. And me, I'm John Seymour on Facebook, J-O-N space S-E-Y-M-O-U-R, sitting behind a drum set. I'm holding out eight fingers because I'm holding my drumsticks in my thumbs against my palms. 
and I'm wearing a uh, backwards baseball hat. That's me on Facebook. Uh, and I'm going to plug Ken and Greg on uh, the Star Trek, the Undiscovered podcast. I'd love for people to listen to that, despite my uh, complete lack of knowledge on the topic. Of course, catch me on one of the episodes. It's it's happening soon. I'm not sure exactly when it's happening, but they've done one episode. They're going to do another one, and then I'm supposed to be on the third one. So uh, I'll be watching an episode of the original series, and we'll be discussing that, and we'll see, uh, we'll see how well I do. So that is uh, Greg Vorob's show. That's uh, Star Trek The Undiscovered Podcast. And... Don't miss Matt Tea Party playing Defiant in Pearl River on Friday, February 17th. That's uh, Defiant in Pearl River, February 17th, 8 p.m. And uh, that is a show not to be missed because Mad Tea Party is a band not to be missed. You know, party rock band, a lot of fun. Uh, and I play the drums, as I had mentioned just before. And I guess with that, I will thank Ken and Kyle for joining me on this show. Uh, thanks, Ken, for doing this whole episode in your work shirt and tie. And Anytime. I will say goodnight to Kyle and Ken and to everyone out there. Good night. Thank you, thank good you. Night. Good night, guys. You shake my nerves and you rattle my brain. Too much of love drives a man insane. You broke my will, a bullet of three. Goodness gracious, great balls of fire. I let you love all I thought it was funny. You came along and woo. Honey, I've changed my mind. This love is fine. Great balls of fire. Kiss, baby. Mmm. Feels good. Hold me, baby. Well, I want to love you like I love the shit. You're fine. So kind. Got to tell this world that you're mine, 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 mine. That you're my nails and then I twitch on my thumb. I'm real on earth, but it's so ill fun. Come on, baby. It drives me crazy. It's just great balls of fire.